Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And Arnie Sherman. You're listening to What Do You Know on News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. Arnie Sherman, a good Sunday morning. A good hot Sunday morning to you. We've been in the midst of this extended heat wave. It's never been since I've lived here, since 1997. I've never seen a July where it was 90 plus every single day. And to what do you attribute this to? Well, climate change, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there, there are people that are deniers. I mean, it's clearly climate change. I just saw a photograph of uh, uh, Mount Rainier. Oh. And how much snow it's lost in just two weeks. That's not good. And no, the, the, the effects of this, this is more than a, you know, a hundred year, you know, dryness. The, the weather patterns are shifting and changing. And with shifting weather patterns and not being able to go outside as much. I mean, nobody finds it enjoyable in a hot day, you know, particularly a really hot day or extended hot day. You know, you look for indoor things to do. And... Uh, as a kid growing up and in, in my early uh, work career, um, I played a lot of billiards and did a lot of pool. And we have uh, Lindley joining us today to talk about, uh, you know, Big Sky Billiard Supply and uh, what's been going on with the industry. There's lots of changes I hear in the industry. There's numbers decreasing of players, but that made that, you know, th those things are very change. cyclical. There's still for almost 40 million people who play billiards regularly in the United States. So it's a significant, significant sport. She is one of a very few in this area that actually focus on this category, which yeah. is really interesting. To Billiards, me. ping pong, you know, table tennis, shuffleboard, you know, as you would call them. What? Analog. The analog games. The analog games. No more on the phone. Maybe we should open a business called the analog, you know, the analog store. That's a good store. idea, actually. You know, and or or the analog place. So you've you always in. told me you don't like retail. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we can own it. We don't have to work at it. But even pinball machines. I mean, think about that. The old-fashioned pinball machines. You can't replicate that online. I love pinball. Yeah. And I love pool. I well, love you like the ball. sound and the feel and, all, you know, the whole experience. Yeah, it's a whole fully engaged experience. Yep. Anyway, I'm looking forward to speaking to her. Our guest after the break is Lindley Nelson from Big Sky Billiard Supply. Back after this. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Arnie, we are back with our guest, co-owner of Big Sky Billiard Supply, Lindley Nelson. Hey, Lindley, good to see you. How you doing? Good to see you, Arnie. It's our first time Scott and I are back in the studio together with a guest in over a year. I know, this whole face-to-face -face thing. It's totally different. I'm, Very I'm, different. I'm better. It's better. It is much better. It is much, it much, is better. much better. So tell me about your business. Well, we are a specialty retailer, uh, brick and mortar. We don't uh, do anything on the internet. Well, I mean, obviously we have a website, but um, we are a seller of pool tables, shuffleboard tables, um, anything game room or man cave related. And um, we deliver all over the state of Montana, pretty much. I would have to say Western. I, we don't we don't go to Billings. but you'll go but 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 what's interesting right is there you don't have a lot of folks that are in your space here locally in Montana right and we have had competitors there have definitely been competitors I think they found it incredibly difficult um, you know there's only a couple of uh, big brands in the space right brunswick like example. brunswick and olhausen right. and the other brands are you know we lost a lot 
in 2008 and 2009, we lost a lot of small um, billiard manufacturers. We kept some too. So, but dealership, you know, not having Brunswick or Olhausen and having the draw of that name is incredibly difficult. Um, that's sure. those are the big names in the business. Well, so. Scott, you wouldn't buy a billiard table items. You wouldn't just go online and buy a billiard table. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. No, but you do have some competition online from Amazon. Absolutely. Are there people that just buy them without ever seeing? Believe them? it or not. But we call them the clickers. I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, there's certain things you couldn't buy online. Click, you, click, click. But yep. a billiard table, you know, you'd want to press, <laughs> or a, a press shuffleboard a felt, table, or, or yeah, any of that kind of equipment that you're going to put in your man cave or in your house. Right. I'd like to see it first. I'd like to see what kind of pockets. I mean, it's just one of those things where you would. Uh, it's like buying a car you've never seen. You know, online and paying this for it is, before yeah, you see This it. is the example my husband gives. Is he says, you know, because we get a lot of times we get people that call and say. Will you set up this table that we have sold to a couple in Big Sky? And right. we say, that will be a lot of money because this is a lost sale for us. Right. And when we tell them how much, they fall over because the, you know, the big markets like Seattle, Los Angeles, they have a lot of people running around doing that kind of thing. But in Montana, we don't have a lot of population. Right. So we don't have a lot of people running around doing that. And so we charge accordingly. And, you know, that's a lost sale for us. Sure. And they don't understand that. Right. And this is something that this industry is grappling with as we speak. We we belong to a group online mm -hmm. that is the Billiard Installers Facebook page. And all the time they are bringing up, what are you charging to do this kind of thing? Why should I be doing this? Why should I be going and setting up their table? Yeah, you know, it's like it's like installing somebody else's carpet. That's exactly right. Yeah, yep. you go buy carpet somewhere and then you call them up to install it for you. Exactly. That's not what where the money is in the business. No, not you know, at all. When we were kids growing up in New York, there were billiard halls right. all over the place. When I was in Chicago, there must have been 50 or 60 of them. The industry has changed. I read somewhere that there's about 36 million people that play billiards regularly, and maybe 10, 12 years ago it was mm -hmm. 48 million. So what's what's the lay of the land of, of the uh, the billiard user, the billiard player? This is actually one of my, my uh, favorite topics because um, in Montana, it's very different. If you go to Washington, Oregon, California, you know, Nevada, any of those states, you are going to find pool halls and you're going to find the old pool halls that you remember where you walk in and there's, you know, 20 Brunswick gold crowns or 10 diamonds or whatever it is. And this is an industry, right? Well, in Montana, a liquor license costs a million dollars in a populated area because we limit, we put an economic limit on licenses. Right. Therefore, we have a power base of people that have them and have political clout. And if we went and asked for an exception, for instance, I was told uh, by Corey Stapleton one time, he said, well, just ask for an exception. And I said, right. Yes. The Tavern Association <laughs> right. would be happy to let me have that exception, right. wouldn't they? Yeah, sure right. they would. And, and the message so, there is that a pool hall can't afford a million dollar liquor that's license. That's exactly right. It's not, it's not really a restaurant. It's not a, it's not a bowling alley where they have a lot of concession. People come in and shoot pool. They, and they shoot want to pool drink. and they drink. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, and a lot of these are family oriented so right. that you have a lot of video games on the back wall. You can have dart leagues, you have pool leagues. So there are other things and I've run the numbers on this many times trying to because we would love to run a billiard hall. It just doesn't work. Right. It doesn't pay I mean, well. We have out, outside of the, you know, the table at a bar, you know, you, you right. walk into a you, we have one, right? We have uh, a three in the three in the side, side yeah. and, and then there's one at the university. The university, the university has a still has tables. They did take some out to put uh, gaming machines in, which is quite big in the younger market, right? Um, but yeah, you can still go play on on Brunswick nine foot tables, which is what a lot of people want to go play sure. on. But you can't right. drink, right? And you know, it's not the same without a liquor license. It's not the same. Um, in Montana, there are some people that are um, being innovative, and uh, there's a guy in Billings, for instance, who has um, a, I think it's a flooring shop, and uh, upstairs, 
he has put in pool tables and he is hosting tournaments and he is a social club. He is registered as a social club. So you can bring your own alcohol right. and you can show up, but you can hold a tournament, which is really what brings the money and the people. Just like in bowling. Big tournament. I mean, just like in bowling. In bowling. I remember yep. watching billiard tournaments on TV. They yeah. used to be, uh, you know. Right, on ESPN, on ESPN or ABC. Do you find that... You know, in this day and age, when young people are starting to, you know, they use technology for their for their gaming. Are you starting to see the demographic change? Uh, are we getting younger people? Is there a way? Is there like a, 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 a you know, a, a family? Junior league. Yeah, junior league. Or is our, there our, are in states that have pool halls, tournaments, etc., Obviously, in Montana, it's difficult because you have to travel to Spokane or Seattle or Oregon to go to big sure. or Vegas to go to big tournaments. But there is a junior um, league and it's difficult because I know that there are so many parents. We have one particular family that comes into the store who they have um, two kids. Um, very talented boys and um, they'll know who they are <laughs> and they the boys can play darts and they play pool and they wow. are amazing they're hustlers they're hustlers yeah. <laughs> they're very young very innocent looking hustlers fast eddie felson right, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Rodriguez, I think. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and and anyway, so these kids are fabulous. And if these kids were in an environment where they could, if they had a league or, you know, a tournament that they could, they would be, they would be there. So it's it's kind of too set. bad that we have this limit in right. Montana. There's another aspect of it which you which you may may or may not know, Scott. You know billiards and pool. Right. You know where the word pool came from? No, where? You know where? Obviously, you know where. Pool came from pooling of money to bet on games. That's right. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. So the billiards and pool, essentially, in our minds, are the same game, but. Billiards is different, right? But, yeah, but but we think of it as the same. Sure. But so they don't mean it. They so don't the pool it. came out that 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 vernacular came around a pool hall is where you could go and bet on games whether you were playing or not. Right. You pool money yeah. just like in a boxing match, an yeah. amateur boxing match. Let's go boxing. Yeah, because otherwise it would have been pocket billiards. <laughs> billiards was right. The right. original. So tell me about the kids though that are the local family that are really good at these. Analog games. Analog these are, games. These are analog I games, know. which is a refreshing thing to hear. And that's why parents come in and buy pool tables. They buy dartboards. They in generally steel tip dartboards instead of the soft tip because they want, you know, they want their kids to use their minds. And um, I myself like to use the little scoreboard that you tap and you say, okay, I hit this and this, and then it calculates my score just because I'm terrible with numbers and adding. But they want their kids to do the math right. and to really enjoy a sport that is not on their phone. Plus, it helps you learn. You know, it helps you learn and see the the uh, benefits of you know studying you know right. geometry in school. Well, and the um, it, it physics really because right. you you learn compression. If the ball hits the rail and at a certain rate of speed, you're learning. You know, does that come off quickly? Does it does it bounce a long way the other way if I put English on it? Right. So there are a lot of uh, things about physics, sure, in billiards that I think are are great for the for the young mind. When I was in my early twenties, working in halfway house, the way we would w talk with the residents who were just getting out of prison was mm. around a pool table. Is that the yeah. way they used to? And in a year of working seventy hours a week. And probably during those 70 hours, 10 hours a day, maybe, or around a pool table. Really? I got really, I was really good. Really? I was a really, I could beat any of the guys that were coming out. You've, and you've traveled the world. This pool, do you see people playing billiards in other countries? Yes. yes. Where? Well, they play, well, in, in the United Kingdom, for sure, they play. Uh, snooker. Snooker. Yeah. Which is, which is a more snooker complicated is game. huge. Snooker yeah. is a huge sport. Yeah. In it is. Okay. Yeah. And Dubai. Dubai has a lot of uh, pool tournaments, regular pocket billiard right. tournaments versus snooker. Snooker is huge in russia um the european uh union and, right. and a lot of places where you, canada where you huh. it's either too hot or too cold outside right and they want an indoor sport right you know it doesn't take up a lot of space 
Right. Wow. It's small Some footprint. people think it doesn't take up. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like a billion, you know, a 20 or 40 lane, you know, uh, right. bowling alley. Right, a 40 lane bowling alley as compared to a 12 by 6 snooker table. Right. right. So, well, yeah. t- tell us a little bit about, so the family that's playing, that's more active in this space, but then also talk a little bit about who's buying tables. Who's the, who are the new customers oh, who are putting, yeah. putting these products into their homes or these games into their homes because... It's changing, right? They're moving here um, to retire, and they're moving here to have a second home. Um, I would say that most of our tables and sales in the last couple of years have come from people moving to Montana to escape um, metropolitan areas. Um, They can work from home. Mm -hmm. Um, They have found that they don't have to live in you know they can they can go live in a beautiful place and right. do their work and and you don't have to play pickleball and you don't have <laughs> but that's to also a big ah. it's a huge fa- it's a big retrofit I actually carry sports. pickleballs just to keep yeah. people happy <laughs> do you see it's one of the fastest growing sports in the United States There's it a, is. one up a, so question so people are moving here they're putting the, they're putting pool tables in they're putting shuffleboard board tables, tables in which are yeah. also great like party product things to kind of gather around and have mm-hmm. fun yeah. with with a beer. Well, and table ping pong, table tennis is huge. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a table tennis that fits on top of a pool table. There's there are some people who are purists who want the table tennis to be separate. Um, so we do a lot of table tennis. The um, the other things of my favorite foosball. I love foosball. Oh yeah. Um, you know, air hockey. I'm not as big a fan of air hockey just because. There's only one thing you can do with it, right? right, right you right, just right. smack the yeah. My other favorite is bubble hockey, and Ice Checks. Um, Ice is the company. Checks is the brand. Um, has a bubble hockey, and I think they've got one at the ice rink. Mm-hmm. And what oh, a yeah, blast! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. I'm sorry, but that is a great game. I love it. It's, it's one of my favorite to play. Yeah. So, so Lindley, what happened to your business when uh, COVID nineteen hit? We just we just kept going to work. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what about right. from you the know, customer perspective? Did did, did uh, sales it, increase? It increased dramatically. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, no, uh, we did more business obviously over the phone. And, right. You know, we we very likely could run the business over the phone. I think I'd have a very lot of a, a lot of dart players who'd be really mad at me for right. <laughs> if we did that. But um, you know, we've had a, we've had a business brick and mortar retail location for a long time. We have discussed not having a brick and mortar just because it's expensive. Sure. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you don't necessarily have to have because pool tables pay the bills. Um, but it, you know, it, it gets you in front of people that you wouldn't normally see. And you so. can talk about other, other sports related sports. They might yeah. come in for a pool table, but then realize they also want a dartboard and darts and, you know, I mean, yeah, they want a full game room. They, right. They, right. And I think a lot more people are putting a full game room. And people don't always know how much room they need. They don't know, you know, what kind of lighting. Lighting is huge in a game room. Right. And, you know, to explain to people that a pot light above a pool table isn't going to cut it is, right. you know, it's a it's a conversation you usually have to have in person right. because you have to show them the pot lights coming over their head and, you know, it's causing shadows. So you, you, it's, it is sometimes a personal conversation. Do we have dart tournaments in Missoula? Oh, oh yeah. Good. We have a huge dart league. Ton 80 runs the dart league here in town. And then there are others who run leagues um, both north and south. So we you definitely had, have. And you had mentioned when we first spoke that you're not just involved in lighting and, and installations, but also designing these these spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Because the space is as important as the the, 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 the table. Yeah. Talk about that a little. Well, it's funny. I get I get a lot of pictures sent to me via uh, my cell phone or via email. And, and they give me the dimensions and they show me the room and they say, you know, my wife won't let me pack it full, but can I put, you know, a shuffleboard and a pool table and a dartboard and can it all work? And so, you know, having to discuss the um, ra- uh, what uh, space you need around a table, that's um, a conversation we have quite often. Are a lot of these places first homes or second homes or kind of vast? A lot of second homes and Where? a lot of retirement. Where? Oh, Big Sky. Big, Big Sky. Sky and, yeah. and the Yellowstone Club. Yellowstone, well, Stock Farm. 
right. Whitefish area. There's a lot of second homes in Montana. We're we're seeing a lot of people. We couldn't afford a pool table when I was a kid. We did have a right. a, a table tennis, a ping pong. We, we didn't have a room too. big enough yeah. for one. We put it. In my father my father refinished the basement, and it was enough room. It wasn't very high because right. it was a regular basement, but we were able to play. What is the good? A ping pong table costs these days. Well, if you're going to say, if somebody comes in and says, "What is it going to cost me to set it up right and do it right?" What, what are we talking about? About fifteen. About? Well, twelve hundred. I'd say twelve to fifteen hundred, and that's that's for a an, a really nice right. one, one that's set up correctly, has all the um, the uh, international society of ping pong people. I don't know what the name is exactly, but, but official but table. It's the official. Dimensions. Um, you can get them um, under a thousand, and they're going to be a little less. Um, you know, there's going to be they'll be a little thinner. They'll be a little. Um, they won't be five by ten. Right. That kind of thing. So I mean, and you know, Costco is always a competitor. They always right. have you know something that beats us out in price. But they generally are going to carry stuff that you know a family um, of median income is going to be able to afford. So. Right. That's not, you know, I, I look at them as being, um, you know, not necessarily a competitor in that arena just because we do tend to carry right. um, the uh, higher end. I mean, they they, they carry golf clubs, but I wouldn't go there and buy golf clubs. You right. Know, you, At Costco? Yeah. You, but you buy golf balls there. No. Because you lose a lot. We of buy, I don't buy. I don't buy. <laughs> we buy our small, gloves there, though. <laughs> <laughs> really? You don't buy clubs. golf balls? At, no. Why not? No, because I use a certain. <laughs> I use either two or three Bridgestone. brands that I use. Bridgestone's Bridgestone, one of them, yeah. and I I either buy them at uh, you know regular sporting goods store or I buy them online. I mean, golf balls you can right. buy online. That's yeah. true. You know, I can't deliver. That's very true. So, second homes all over the state. What was it like through COVID, support wise from the state and from the and county and just from the federal government? Like, were you see, as a small business? Because really, this was the emphasis of the thing I wanted to talk about. It's like, what's it like being a small business trying to power your way through what is a very difficult time? You know, we we received help when we needed it, mm -hmm. and that was after a month of being open but not having anybody coming in the door. It was just us working. And we didn't have any sales. We didn't have any of our normal through the door sales. Right. Um, and we received uh, uh, enough to pay our expenses for right. that month. Um, I didn't apply for more just because I am a I'm a conservative and I actually believe in fending for myself. Um, so we did not apply for more and, um, we How made come? plenty of money, but you're paying taxes. Yes, I know, <laughs> but I don't need to spend the money. Okay. I don't have to have it. And you know, me. I should probably have gotten it. I should probably have done it, but honestly, there were a lot of conservatives who did. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of conservatives who did, but we didn't need it. We'd, and honestly, other people did. That's so. true. That's a good point. It, but it's interesting, like, cause you're one of few, if there aren't really any competitors in your space other than nationally and regionally, like right. you're really. Like this is your, it's you really are a big sky billiard supply. Yeah, it is a, it, it is um, something that a person needs to be trained to do and it's an apprenticeship. So, you know, when we look at our daughter has been in the business now for many years and she has spent many, many years just learning the ins and outs of how to do this right because there are many people who try and get it wrong and we fix those things mm -hmm. well you bring up a really interesting point let me just do a quick idea our guest is lindley nelson she is the co-owner of big sky billiard supply um arnie yes in thinking about what lindley's saying we talk about succession right succession and planning succession sure. planning and how do you do well, that in a yeah. business like that well, she has to be trained. Will your daughter take over the business when you retire? I don't know. Ah. I don't know. And then what happened? No, I was thinking about that on the way over here today because I thought, you know, this is a topic. I, you know, I've, I've taught marketing and operations management. Right. And I, you know, I've been involved in academia long enough to know that secession planning is a thing. And you're an supposed to thing. pay attention to it. And for many years, I just thought, okay, when I get to that point, I'll think about it. But you really need to think about it from the 10-year point on. Well, 50,000 boomers are retiring every day. Yeah. 
And it's huge. Many, many of them, a majority of them are involved in small business operation. Yep, that's right. And what do they do if their kids don't want to be involved in it? Farmers, ranchers, you know, billiard, billiard supply. Right. It's, it's a tough thing. But imagine not having a succession plan for that business. Right. You're one of one. So then, does that mean the whole industry leaves Montana? And then well, you got to find you got to find I mean, it really somebody. does have those types of imp well, that's sure. that's, impact. That's why we've been thinking very seriously about it. And my thoughts on it is that I think that we can advertise if Kate decides not to take right. the business, which I don't know that she won't, but it's right. something that she needs to think about. Um, I would advertise it. As a business that, um, right. you know, has been doing business in Montana for 26 years at that point, you know, almost 30, uh, that has a certain amount of goodwill. Um, we would train the new owners, mm -hmm. um, for at least two years. Right. And it should be somebody with some kind of retail experience who understands purchasing and because purchasing and inventorying is a huge part of the business. Absolutely. Well, it's a and perfect small business uh, rather really than going is. into running a coffee kiosk. I mean, if somebody That's wants right. to run a business that doesn't have, you know, over demanding hours, right? right. You don't have to be open, you know, 10 o'clock at night or any exactly. that sort of thing. Well, it, and it, it's a perfect business for a young, hungry couple who, you know, really want to make, make it in, you know, maybe not make just the regular amount of money. Maybe they can push it and, sure. you know, make a little bit more than the regular amount of money. I mean, in the, on the average. Sure. Let me ask you this. In many sports, there are innovations that come along, right? Mm -hmm. Tennis, you know, the rackets change, golf, the, obviously the golf oh, equipment. My word. They're selling you golf equipment every six months. Any innovations in billiards? Huge. Okay. Unbelievable. I, it, Tell it me about it. It always amazes me that they come up with something, something new, new every year. Something new. It's a stick a ball. So it used to be, <laughs> I know, it used to be, you know, the, the, the shaft of the stick is wood, right? Right, right. It's a, it's a, it's a hard maple. Right. And most of the good ones have been cured or the, pe the people who are making them have paid attention to the wood. Right. Well, then they split the wood in a pie shape and put it back together and they call it a low deflection. So they make it into essentially a laminated right. shaft. Okay, so that was big for a couple of years. Then tips, oh my gosh, you can pay $30 for a tip, for a tip made of leather from cows that drink milk. I mean, really? it's ridiculous. Right, and then, then there's the, the waiting. That, you know, the whole waiting of the, the handle. Oh, yeah, handle. yeah. I mean, oh, and McDermott came up with something this year where there's an <laughs> actual rod that goes through the queue. It's called their H-Series. And it actually moves within the queue so that the balance... It it gives uh, you. I, I, that we sounds like played. corking. That sounds like uh, a back. Uh, what do they call it? Back corking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, it's unfair advantage. It it well, and I because it puts more uh, puts more velocity against the shot. Right. It it's does. The, it's the metal is going forward. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Then you have to I be able to manage that velocity. I think they're allowing it though. I haven't heard that yeah. they haven't. But anyway, they're very expensive naturally. Um, but there are some brands, Kamui, uh, McDermott, Viking, um, you know, the Predator that um, are run, obviously, by people who understand branding. Right. And understand, right. you know, product development and how to bring new products to market. Uh, so, I mean, this is there are some really talented people in the industry. So, who, so what's a, so what's a good uh, a billiard cue cost these days? A couple hundred. Yeah. A couple hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Well, a good one. I had one in a leather case. You know, they. Uh, you you know, were a hustler. No, no. But I, when I was playing, <laughs> when I started getting pretty good, I said I got to get a good, you know, cue. Do I you travel? By the way, do you travel around the country for like their trade shows? And we go to one trade show. Where do you go? We go to Vegas. Yeah. Ah. They un unfortunately again this year they're doing it over Zoom. So really, oh. it was a bummer. We were looking forward to going to Vegas because generally, and it wasn't the case this year. The BCA has the Billiard Congress of America has um, their big tournament at the same time that the BCA also has their trade show, and so this is when all the vendors come and introduce nice. their new products and you know give specials for the year. So you do a lot of buying. Um, but unfortunately, this year, I either they didn't have enough commitment to the show or 
something happened where they they went to online, which is a real bummer. So we like me, going to Vegas. Tell me about the, about the stars in the sport. I remember this dates me a little bit. Oh, I this remember, is my husband's area. Uh, but I remember a long-haired Asian woman. Mm. Who was the? Who oh, was the Black Widow. Oh, the yeah, Black yeah, Widow. Yeah, yeah. Jeanette Lee. We actually yeah, Jeanette have. Lee. We actually have a signed picture <laughs> of, of Jeanette of Jeanette, and she did play a game with Lance at the trade ah. show. And I don't know what happened on that, but he's <laughs> also Eva Mattia. Um, right. These are actually older names now. And right now, I know they are. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Name me name two the Black Widow. The Arnie, Black name me three films that feature billiards as part of the. Uh, well, there's more than three. Well, give me three ones that are off the top of your head. Well, obviously the Color Hustler, of money. Color of Money, yeah. right? And then um, the uh, the other one that with uh, with uh, Tom Cruise and and Paul Newman. Well, there, yeah, that's there the was color two, of money. Color of money. No, the, the hustler. The, the hustler. But then there was a, a, a follow-up. There was a follow-up. Cocktail? What are we talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> it, was, was, it was called... Uh, Lance would know this. Yeah. <laughs> is, Lance more of, is Lance more of the... He's the aficionado, the, the billiards yes, expert? absolutely. You're the operation. You're the, yeah, the I'm, operations I'm marketing and marketing. And operations. I'm, I do everything else. Well, you know, you, but you're a good spokesperson for the sport and for what you're doing here. Let me ask you this, which I also think is a refreshing take on things. Lindley talks about Costco and Walmart and others that they're building. They're not competition. They're actually building the marketplace mm -hmm. so that when somebody advances, they can come to you. Right. Right. Quite, Absolutely. It? And I think that, you know, in a lot of cases, small businesses are terrified by the the larger entries. And right. this has been the case for years. This has been, you know, Nothing new. what I saw when um, just after I got out of grad school, what I saw was the success of people who said, OK, I can't just be the general guy anymore, but I can be the specialty guy. Right. I can make sure, you know, we talk about brick and mortar being successful, but the reason that brick and mortar is successful is because they have high inventory percentage rates. In other words, if somebody comes in and they want something, you've got it. Right. And generally, that's the kind of thing. I mean, you'll see that, you know, people, I, I'm trying to think of a good person locally who does that, but it was um, like Wagner's Furniture. Right. You know, it, if, if you want it, they've got it. And, you know, this is the kind of um, thing that small businesses need to realize is that they create the market, but you can specialize and you can, you if you have a niche and you know how to do something that they really don't know how to do, you can do it. And I, you know, I talk to a lot of people in small business who are frustrated because of, you know, online competition. And, you know, I, what Lance tells the guys online is you come set up that tail yourself. You know, he, they call him and right. say, well, you set this up. And he says, hey, you made all the money. You go set it up. And that is the competitive advantage that we have is that we have the knowledge, but we also do it well. So it's not just that we have the knowledge of how to make a pool table. If you play on a pool table that it doesn't roll right, or somebody set it up in the pockets or kind of gallywumpus and, you know, the rails aren't quite right, you will know it immediately. Right. And it will be annoying. So, yeah. you know, you have to do your job well. I mean, we, we, right. we obviously we have people in in town here who do their jobs well and they, well, they provide a quality product. That's right. And that is the key See, to survive. I think that is. Well, that in this case, a, in this case, particularly, I mean, it's, it's, it's an item, a pool table that I would never, ever think of buying online and trying to set up myself. I mean, if you're going to buy a pool table, make an investment of several thousand dollars, you want it to be. And you right. know that's interesting. That Tens comes from that actually comes from the middle class. We're right. middle class. That's how we think. Right. There is a class of people in this country who don't think that way. They have designers who basically they're calling their designer and they show up and it's all done. And yeah. those are the kinds of people that, you know, well, the people that like, so Yellowstone, like a Yellowstone you. club. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have to trust that, that you know what you're doing. And yeah. you get a reputation. So if you show up at the Yellowstone Club and you get the job done right and they're happy with what you do, you will be back.
Right. And that's well, a stock farm nearby here. I mean, exactly. I can't imagine anybody at the stock farm setting up their own pool table. Right? No. No, they're, they're hiring. No. No, he's the the subcontracting Big Sky Billiards. Right. So, so there is a, it's a good story, though, because if you are thinking about starting a new business or you're graduating college and you have a skill or a trade, something that you're really passionate about, there is a place for you. Absolutely. There, there is a place for you. Don't think that you need to fit into this big, this big space. Carve your own space. And it takes time, too. That's the other thing. 26 years is not a short That's amount right. of time. Yeah. So, and, there, and there are hard times. I was going to say, what's sure. that like? Yeah, because yeah, if it's all I mean, roses. 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were times when I didn't know if I was going to be able to pay my rent. So those are times right. that you have to just hustle and get it done and make sure you come out the other end for the good times. And beware that the bad times may come again. Sure. So, <laughs> Putting aside the issue of a liquor license, let's assume somebody has a liquor license in town and, yeah. and has some space. Mm -hmm. Would another billiard parlor work here? Oh, absolutely. It, it would be I packed. Thought. On yeah. it. It'd put some diamond tables in there. It'd be packed. People here want to, they, I, we're a social community anyway. Yep. We're not a closet, you know, a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, what do they call it? Closet community? or yeah. Yeah. Not closet. Bedroom. Uh, bedroom. 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 Yeah, you got, the wrong, you got the wrong part of you the room. The I'll edit that out. I won't edit that out. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, but so it's like, yeah, this town would come out and, and yeah, you're right. Go to a place. When I was living in Alexandria, Virginia, they opened this, they opened this brand new billiard parlor. And at the time, it was very cool. It had cool music, cool sounds. Mm -hmm. Beer. You know, they had co a cool bar in it. The tables right. the tables gave you lots of room to move around in. They had good stuff to... Uh, Eat you know, and the, drink. Well, then they had good uh, pool cues. And yes. the equipment was good. And we would go there all the time. Yeah. It may be a fun thing to do. Yeah. There, There is the um, problem in Montana. The, um, the place in Bozeman, is it Ale... Works. L works. Ale works. Yeah. They opened up with many, many tables, right? And what they found was that the dinner seatings were going to get them more money. And so in a way, um, the person that does open this kind of establishment really has to want it because yeah. it's not going to be the same square, you know, dollars per square foot that you're going to get feeding people or gambling. Yes. Gambling is huge. Yep. If you have oh. gambling and they tie the liquor license to gambling. Right. So there is gambling. You know, you can put the average that machine the in Montana makes fifteen hundred dollars. Exactly. A month. Is that right? So, yeah. you know, what do you do? Put machines in or put pool tables in? And it really does almost have to be a labor of love. Are you legally allowed to gamble on pool in Montana? I do. I know that now I am applying for a, a gambling right. license <laughs> right. as we speak right. for the Seroptimus of Missoula bingo right. booth. And it is, I think you are not. I Obviously, they turn a yeah. blind. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I think you actually have to have well, you're some a member sort of the Optimist. Of of Seroptimus. Seroptimus International of Missoula. Where is that located? Where are they? We where are do you all hold over your, the, well, Where do you hold your monthly meetings? On Zoom. Really? <laughs> yeah, lately. Yeah, okay. we, we have been having them at the mall, but, okay. you know, in the community room. See, but, what I would do is I would have, like, six or eight tables, and then I'd have one in the middle with a spot. I, I would have, like, yeah, the, there you know, go. the main event pool table. Yeah, the tournament, the one main tournament table. Right. Where it would cost more to play it per hour yeah. and all that kind of stuff and, you know, build it up so that people would come and watch, right? you know, I the guess. main oh, event they, tournament. I went to a pool hall one time in Dallas that yeah. was, uh, I think it was Humperdinks, yeah. and they had rooms that had pool tables and the curtain, you could pull the curtains, curtains and there was a yeah. phone booth that you could call your waitress, yeah. right? That's and serious billiards. This is a labor of love. This is saying, okay, I'm just going to... But, I mean, you were paying per hour. Right. But this is saying, I am going to make less per square foot on this particular right, right, part right, of right, my right. bar. Whereas I may be making more per square foot just by the people I'm drawing in. So, you know, I think it's doable, but it is a little bit of a labor of love. Yeah, and you have to have a, a good concept and a good, uh, you know, a good... Absolutely. Well, the Union Club has a bunch of tables. Yeah, but I'm thinking about, you know, what's hot right now, for example, for, for uh, you know, group sports is Top Golf, right? Yep. They, 
But you can't play top golf well, or axe throwing. Right, or axe throwing. <laughs> but top golf, you can't play in, in a place like Montana all year round. I mean, oh, you just can't. Right. Yeah, you right, could. You go, yeah, in the snow and you know the ice and the wind. But a billiard parlor, twelve. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all the time. Yeah, you're right. So if you came up with a good concept and a good, you know, tournaments and all kinds of stuff going on, you could really draw. You know, a regular. Did they crowd. have pool tables over at um, that place over on Expressway, uh, the go kart place? Yeah, they have. Uh, I think they have a couple of valleys. They do small valley tables. Okay. You know, obviously, this for them, they're more focused Family. on their um, paint gun and the go kart yeah. and a million video games. That yeah, they a have. million. Yeah, and so I don't think that that's obviously not their focus. But yeah. I mean, you can play pool. You got at the guild. Do they have tables at the guild? guild. They have. They have the one on the hip strip. They have pinball machines. Pinball yeah. machine. Now they have some amazing pinball machines. I right. love pinball. Yes, pinball is great. Well, tell, talk to us about the shuffleboard. Pinball and billiard together would be a good kind of thing. Oh, I, I think it would be fabulous. Machines. I would put pinball machines all, all along over the back. The, yeah, right. It'd I be love great. Take up less space. I, lo I love pinball too. But yeah. to have a shuffleboard, different different type of user. You know, right? it, it it's a game of skill. It's a game of skill. And, There's a lot and, of beer but I mean, flowing. Yeah. I mean, I played shuffleboard all in college. I went to San Diego State for my undergrad. Right. And we went to Kelly's Pub. And Kelly's Pub had a 20-foot shuffleboard table, uh -huh. really well lit, scoreboard, you know, but it ran all along next to the bar. It was shoved in there. And I mean, you had to squeeze together to, to play. And then everybody all lined up. But I mean... It was a huge draw. It's great. And right. Kelly's managed to get a band in. I mean, this place was tiny. And they it knew managed what they were to get doing. a band, right. a pool table, and a shuffleboard table. And they had horseshoes in the back. Right. Kind of like Evero Bar. Evero Bar has a lot of stuff yep. to it that yep. they do up there. Arnie, did you ever play shuffleboard? I have played shuffleboard. I love shuffleboard. I do, too. My nephew played on the Miami of Ohio uh, oh. a broom team. They had a you know sort of a oh. the the ice curling? version of curling. no no not curling. It's a it's broom ball. It's broom ball. Yeah, oh, it's, really? But it's dry. It's not on ice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. big on the East Coast. It's very big. He played in Huge. the national championship game. I for love broom it. ball. Yeah. And when we were talking, when when you know you think about these things like you played this, right. you played a pool when you were at that doing the halfway. Right. Out. It does bring up great memories, right, of a time when things were a little easier, simpler, and analog again. Well, the other good thing about mm -hmm. billiards and pool, compared to many, many other sports, is there's no age competitive. And there's no, oh, right, work, right. you know, physique, yeah. you know, workout, <laughs> you know, age. Minnesota Fats. <laughs> you know, an 80-year-old can play a 12-year-old. Yep. You know. Right. Minnesota Fats. Was well, I mean Jackie Gleason, and, right? But 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 like in the seventies on ABC's Why World of Sports, well, right. they could actually show three hours of pool playing right. and talk about different players. Like that's how I remember all this. Sure, stuff, is back well, you then. know now it's all streaming. So right, um, right. You know, my husband watches a ton of pool. Does and, he? Yeah, and it's all streaming. And there's a gentleman who is working on a sports center in Idaho. That will have 150 tables oh and be God. sort of a, and he's, I mean, he's talking about it. And, you know, a lot of times talk doesn't right. pan out, but the idea that he has is to have it be a feeder so that the big tournaments come to him. He has, you know, places all over the Northwest that kind of feed into it. And he's a diamond dealer and people love playing on diamonds. So Diamond tables are. And what are the big brands? Yeah, Diamond is Diamond is this. Dinky, what kills me about Diamond is that they are this dinky little company out of Illinois that used to be. I mean, it. it you wouldn't even think about it about a Diamond table. You know, Brunswick Gold Crown, right? That's all anybody wanted to play on. Well, they somebody at Diamond went out and made sure that they made a hell of a table. And they made it so that when you go from a seven to an eight to a nine, it all plays the same. So it doesn't change. The angles don't change. The pockets are still as tight. The, you know, everything plays about the same. So that's what people love about diamond tables. And the Eagles and mm -hmm. Hamilton are getting some diamond sure. tables because they know this is a huge draw. And this is, this company went out and got themselves into tournaments and the players just loved the tables right. so this is where diamond is now they've beat out valley they've beat out brunswick, brunswick. 
They've beat everybody out because they produced a superior product. They went out and just busted it to make sure they could, you know, be seen. And now they can barely keep up with demand. In fact, they can't keep up with demand. Who, who makes a great shuffleboard table? Championship. Championship. Actually, Brunswick makes one of our favorites. That, um, and they just 20 feet long? But see, no. But see, that's the thing. Brunswick makes a home shuffleboard table. Olhausen makes a shuffleboard table. Brunswick makes a shuffleboard table. What is a home? What's the a length? A home table is going to be 12 to 16 feet. Okay. Nine and a bar to, will be 20? A bar is going to be 18 to 22. 22 yeah. is the tournament size. Oh, my God. We delivered a 22-footer out to the stock farm to a gentleman who loves, he loves shuffleboard. And it is the longest thing you've ever seen. I mean, you stand at the end of it and you're like, hello, hello. Yeah, where, where is the... Where are you? Who knows? <laughs> so here's something that's interesting. In, on the, in the men's division, the top 10 current uh, billiard. Pool, billiard pool players in the world, there's only two Americans in the top 10. That's right. Really? It's, yeah. Where and are they it's all a from? very just, it's uh, uh, Taipei and Greece and Germany and yep. Austria and Russia. Have uh, the top five slots. Is that right? So, yeah. Are there rules in the tournaments about smoking at the table? Oh, I don't think they let you smoke anywhere but in Europe anymore. No. I don't, maybe not even in Europe. <laughs> oh, I no, mean, there are all kinds lobby, of rules. That lobby has won, okay? How, <laughs> they won the war. <laughs> they do the tournament like like in, in cycling and in stages. There are stages, as they call them, to these tournaments. Yeah, that's right. They're double, double elimination and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And there's time limits in terms of how much time yeah. you have to take your shot. The all. Malaysian kids are amazing. Yeah. They're, are they? they're some of the best pool players on yeah. earth. There they needs are. to be the Queen's Gambit. What is the, there needs to be a version of that for billiards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, stream it. you can stream this at any time, anywhere. Yep. That's right. This is going on all over the world. Well, that's what that gentleman wants to get into because in the U.S., the... we really have not entered the... Right. The true com competitive spirit that's going on all over the world in billiards. Yeah, by the way, the uh, the website is dazn.com. Dazn.com is where you can, where they stream the, the tournament. You can, use you can watch them. You yep. can watch them. And anytime, Facebook anywhere. has become sort of the place to go for right. people who want to play in tournaments or be involved in tournaments. Usually um, when Lance looks to play, he's he's there's uh, something in Montana. It's called the Top Gun. And he he pays attention to that and goes and plays in their tournaments. So um, if you are not on Facebook, that's that's really where you can find all the information. Are there any cities outside of Missoula that you're aware of that have? More a, a, a pool, Butte. Butte. I was oh, going to yeah. say, yeah, Party Palace, man. <laughs> what is They're, Party Palace? Party Palace has I don't know how many tables they have, but they have tournaments um, quite they? often. Yeah, Butte's yeah. a Butte's a pool playing town. They're they're nutty know, over it in makes Butte. sense to me. Yes, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure yeah. does. All right, listen, let's do a quick idea. Our guest is Lindley Nelson, co-owner of Big Sky Billiard Supply. We're talking all things billiards, all things shuffleboard, or all things analog games let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll have our final moments with lindley back after this for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Arnie, we are back with our guest, Lindley Nelson. Lindley, you got us all excited now. I'm thinking about <laughs> where I could put a pool table. How do folks get a hold of you? Uh, you can call us at 549-1100, and the best way really is just to email me because I am constantly checking my email, and it's bigskybilliards at gmail.com. And, and if someone wants to come by and look at what you got, yeah, where, where are they you? Go? We are at 3900 Brook Street, right across from Pizza Hut, 93 South in Missoula. Close, <laughs> Arnie. Arnie, I think you're thinking billiards. You know, I I, I played it. it was, it's one of those things where for, intensively for two years, almost every day I did it. Really? I yeah. And then over the years, well, the disappointing thing for me was 
You get you get away from it for two or three years, and then you go back to the table. You can't do you're it. You're not you're quite as good. No, you're yeah, not even it anywhere takes a near. a little while to get back into take, it. It yeah. does. I used to do behind the back shots. I could flip the ball over another ball and bring them back. All that. Kind There's of also stuff. a great place to bring a date. Yeah. Right, because you could show you can your do skills. Something. Yeah, the yeah. last time I dated was if during the Civil good. War, and uh, <laughs> we had defeated the South, and we hit a musket. Let's go play some pool. Yeah, let's go play some pool. Anyway, Lindley, you're a great guest, and I knew you'd be a great guest because when we first talked, she was she had a, a point of view which we love. Yes. On, on this show. Yep. So we're going to have you back. If you, and I know you listen to this show, so if you think of any ideas. If Absolutely. We say, this, say this to our audience all the time. Topics or guest suggestions, please email me at scottrichman at townsquaremedia.com or message us through our Facebook page at News Talk KGVO. Other than that, thank you. been a delightful guest. Wonderful. Thank you. It's been you. a pleasure. Thank you very much. See you next week, Arnie. Take care, Scott. Thank you for listening to What Do You Know? I can't wait for the next show, Scott. I'm excited too, Arnie. If you'd like to suggest a guest, send me an email at scottrichman at townsquaremedia.com. We'll see you next week. And thanks for listening to News Talk KGVO. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done